Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. a doctor's appointment then my internet wasn't working and I saw that you had logged in and I was like no Noelle's there she's gonna hang out but I'm not gonna get to see her anyway you're back and you said you had some scheduling issues too so sometimes I feel like things just start off with a great hot mess express but it's it's wonderful yes it is but I sometimes feel like when it's really chaotic and you're really like so stressed then suddenly it's something like really cool is waiting afterward I feel that. Yeah. Because there's yeah. Just such a surge of energy. You know, it's yes. like you have so much going on. It feels like all these balls are in the air and it's like, where are they going to land? And then it's like, okay, great. It's going to be awesome. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> you are awesome. This book is awesome. Um, yeah. Amazing. My husband and I are actually uh, renovating an Airbnb right now. We got an old like how Airbnb and we've been looking through this book I to create your dream home on a budget. Noel, I love it. Your life, your story, your heart, your bandwidth of energy. Like you <laughs> have more energy than anyone ever. Do you? Do I you always say if I could bottle you? my energy and sell it, I would be a multimillionaire. <laughs> you just wake up with so much energy every day. I do. I don't. I've always been that way. My mother-in-law says it's my blood type. I don't know. I have like O positive or something. So she says it's O, go, go, go. I don't know. <gasps> okay. So I kind of want to talk about your story a little bit. I was tearing up reading a whole bunch of your posts because you, I love the way you share. So y'all, you have your Instagram account is Jet Set Homes and also your TikTok, Jet Set Farmhouse. Jet Set right? Farmhouse. Yeah. Jet, Jet Set, Set Farmhouse. Farmhouse. 
And yes. um, you have like 5 million people on TikTok following you. Mm -hmm. And you have like hundreds of thousands on Instagram. You are so good at sharing your life. And I love how you do voiceovers on it. And you kind of like tell us, like walk us through all the different parts of your life, which I have learned so much from you, from your Instagram. Like it's such a learning account. Like you share so many life hacks. You share so many tools to like organize. You share clean out your car with like special vacuums, how to make um, <laughs> your laundry detergent, how you don't need to use a ton of laundry detergent. You just need to use like two <laughs> tablespoons or something. It's like you have all of this knowledge. And then the main thing obviously is renovating homes. You and your husband do this together. Where did you get all of your knowledge? Like you have this vast knowledge of just how to do so many things. I am just a firm believer and we are capable of learning anything. And I've always been a researcher. My husband says it means I like to be right all the time. That's not true. <laughs> I truly just want to know. So if I want to learn something, I will delve into it. I will figure it out. And I want to know the best way to do it, the right way to do it, and all the solutions and options. And for years, all that information was just you know floating inside my head benefiting no one, frustrating my husband. And finally, this outlet came along where I'm actually able to share all of this crazy stuff and people love it. So has social media just been awesome for you? It has been life-changing in every aspect. So tell me about that because you are one of those stories where, you know, we hear that we hear all the time with social media, like, oh, social media, the compare game. Like, I, it's like, I can't do social media. It stresses me out. But I feel like that is not for you. Like, I feel like you no. use social media to share and to inspire. Talk to me about how it has changed your life because Jet Set Farmhouse exploded, obviously on TikTok. And is that how y'all really got going? Is no. So actually, it all started on Instagram and it was totally accidental. I had a, we have five kids now, but at the time I had four and my youngest son, my only son at the time was two. And he was one of those kids that just like make you want to pull your hair out. Now he is the sweetest six-year-old in the universe. But at the time, you know, he was giving me a run for my money. And I remember New Year's Eve of 2017 going into 2018, I wrote in my journal that my goal for that year was just to find something to pour myself into because I felt like I was losing my identity as a mom, as a person, well, I was totally just, you know, losing myself into motherhood. Yes. Four and kids. I kind of fooled myself. Yes. You know, I was homeschooling them. Like we were very just, you know, we didn't leave the house for like two years because my son, you just couldn't take him anywhere. And I pulled myself out of my husband's business and we'd hired somebody to kind of take my role. Um, so I was just feeling very lost. And come February, we were getting ready to build this new house and we went on to architecturaldesigns.com where the plan for our house was kind of based on. And they had added a client album, which is where they share like different people that have built the same plan. And there was a girl on there and it said in the little notes that she was on Instagram. Mind you, at the time, I thought Instagram was a place to put filters on my pictures to go put them on Facebook so grandma, you know, could see them. Like I didn't know anything about influencer marketing, the social media network. Like I had no earthly clue. So I went and looked at her platform and she had 20,000 followers and she had simply shared pictures of construction. So I thought we're going to be doing this pretty much by ourselves. So maybe that would give us a unique aspect that other people don't have. 
And maybe this would just be something I could do, like to build some community and just have some fun. So I started sharing February 26th of 2018. And fast forward to July, I was then at 20,000 followers because what we were doing really resonated with people. And I got a DM from a door company. And they said, hey, would you mind if we put doors on your house in exchange for some pictures? And if you read the book and you know anything about us, like budget was our keyword going into this build. Like we were doing it ourselves. We were second handing, you know, as much materials as we could, like repurposing things, like truly just keeping this as cheap as we could. So heck, if I could save my $10,000 door budget, absolutely sign me up. Um, But in the process, I said, well, if they want to do that, what other companies would want to do that? So that kind of became my goal for the next year, like really growing a platform that provided value for my audience and connecting with as many brands as possible. And we ended up garnering over $500,000 in materials toward our house, which was just that in and of itself, even if nothing else had ever happened with social media, that in and of itself was life-changing because it went from, you know, a house that would have been nice, but probably would have been finished over like five years. You know, you know how it is in your DIY and you just kind of slowly do things as you have the money and the time. And instead, when it was finished, it was a book worthy house, literally. So, so how it, did that you in and of itself was relationships. Life-changing. How did you develop these relationships? That tenacious nature, that researcher in me that I was talking about earlier, that. So you <laughs> I would did just, not give up. It was. You would just find them and email them and be like, hey, I want to trade you. Or what was your, how was your approach? Generally, I'd send them a DM on Instagram and say, hey, you know, this is who I am. Who in your business would I talk to concerning a possible collaboration? And then they'd usually write me back and tell me who to email. And I'd send them an email and just explain who we were, what we were trying to accomplish, and what we could offer their company. And just, you know, see if they were interested. That's amazing. And so you started getting all these brand deals with 20,000 followers. Yes. And then it grew. It just kept growing and growing and growing. And now it's like you're like on a rocket ship. Yeah. TikTok wasn't even a thing at that time. So TikTok kind of um, happened as an accident as well. I have my oldest daughter is 17 now, but at the time, 14 probably. And TikTok was the rage for teenagers at that point, right? Like in early ni- you know, 2019, early 2020, that's where all the teens were, right? Nobody, No businesses were there yet. And she was like making all these TikTok videos. I was like, Watch your old mama work here. So I put it. I put a video out, and it got a million views. And the first she's like, one, ah, yes, the first one. And she's Whoa. like, oh, that's not even fair. Uh, but I didn't even mean to do anything with it. I was just kind of doing it to be funny. And then COVID hit, and I just saw this shift instantly. People were home. They were bored. They were looking for something to do. And I could just see TikTok was exploding. And so I just poured, started pouring myself into TikTok as well. And that's what you know, catapulted us to where we are now. So what would you say people respond to the most? Because there's something about you, like after I deep dive stalked you so hard, I mean, I've I've (laughs) you're so awesome. I've thought you're great for a long time, but like really like getting into like you and the way that you express in your personality, you're so kind and gentle in the way that you share and you just, but you just know so much. It's like, Listening to you is so calming because like you have so many answers and solutions and you have all of these tips for just regular people on a budget who need advice about life and home and family. And, but you just like the way you share it is so 
calming too. You're so kind. Oh my goodness. They make me cry. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I think, and if I don't know if you know about my other book or not, but I talked about my childhood. I had a, you know, pretty rough childhood and grew up very poor. Um, you know, just not knowing a lot of things. And I wasn't surrounded by normal society, like anything before 2000 movies, music. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, so I think as I entered adulthood, I felt very lost. Like I, I just was out of place. I didn't really know a lot of things. Did you even and in a so, religious? In, yes. Uh, do, is it, I'm not like, I call it, it a cult. Okay. <laughs> so you grew up kind of isolated from the world. Yes. Yes. Okay. We didn't have TV. We weren't allowed to listen to secular music or even contemporary Christian music. Um, no movies, no, you know, we are very isolated from the world. Was it safe? Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's the thing. It depends got- on your definition of safe. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know we have a, like a thing community like this near my hometown and a bunch of kids have left, but it's like to leave, it is like such an ordeal. And it's like, they don't know anything about the life. And it started off to protect people from the world, but then it takes this alternate. Yes. Yes. And that is it. And my parents, like truly their goal was to protect us. Like that's what they thought they were doing is putting us in this community where we would be safe and godly and they're raising these perfect little Christian people. Yes. So sheltered. But instead, it really just did the opposite. Um, So I kind of feel like as I was learning as an adult, it just became natural for me to kind of share like, hey, look what I'm learning. And I just have a heart for other people out there that not that they have the same background, because I know there's not that many people in the world that were raised like that. Though there are a lot, surprisingly. Um, but just, I have a true heart for the people that don't know how to organize and how to clean and how to, you know, build a business and a life that is something that they want and just don't know how to, to get there. And I, I was so lost not that long ago. So I really want to encourage and share that and help anyone that might be trying to find their way on the path like I did. So that's why why sharing and learning is so like, this is just who you are. You're like so excited by it. Like you like love to learn Truly. and share because for so long you didn't have access to this. And so now you have Truly. it and you're like, oh my gosh, look at this. Yes, yes, yes. That's amazing. How old were you when you left the religious group? So my parents got kicked out when kicked I was... Out. Yeah, that's a whole story too. Okay, okay. (laughs) When I was 21, and I mean, it's a long, long story. I talk about it in my book, but the first book, not this book. Um, My dad raised some red flags about some money that, you know, was potentially missing. And the pastor and his son, who was the principal, didn't like that. And so they, my parents to the curb. Yeah, so it was it was very traumatic because we've been there for twenty years at that point, and that what it it wasn't just a church that was our life, our family, our yeah, that's all we had ever known. So it was very hard for my family, and it was very hard for me because everything I had ever been taught was wrong, and it really made me question everything. Like just I say, my moral compass just got like exploded because pants aren't a sin if watching TV isn't a sin. What is a sin? You know, and it took me a good decade of really wondering and making mistakes and learning to figure out what do I believe and what do I, you know, what is in my heart and what do I want to live my life like? So you were 20 when you got kicked out? 21, I believe. 21. So you had lived your whole life in this 
religious group. And then you were taught all these things were bad and wrong with the world. And then now here you are as a very young adult in the world realize, and did your parents now agree that like, did everyone in your family have this mental shift that now like what y'all have been taught is not the truth? Like, so are y'all all like having, everyone is removed from it. Um, my parents still, you know, they struggle more than I think the kids did just because they had lived their entire adult life that way. Whereas we were still young enough to kind of, you know, figure it out and move differently. And we're all, there's five of us and we are all at different levels, you know, that I would say some Mm -hmm. that are like nothing to do with religion at all. And then some that are still in the ministry. Um, so it's just different levels. So we here went. you are at 21 years old and you are just literally a blank canvas now because everything that you had hung your moral compass and code and heart on is now not the truth. And you are now having to reevaluate your entire life. Wow, Noel. Okay. Right. So- and, sh- and things that I didn't even know. Things I go back and like look at like the curriculum that we were taught with and just the way we were raised and taught and just ingrained in our heads. And I, I didn't realize how wrong it was. Like mm. there's even things now that come up and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's so bad. <laughs> like, I can't believe they taught us that. <gasps> like, so, you know, regarding like racism and like all, all the things. And I'm sure it was like one way and that's the only way. Oh, oh yeah. My way or the highway or God's way or the highway. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, the whole religious, cult groups i'm from waco texas and there's a lot of them where I'm oh, oh yes okay oh yeah but there's, my, it was funny my dad always said the wackos from waco oh, yeah, <laughs> regarding yeah. that cult <laughs> yes david koresh and the branch davidians but then yes. there's like there's more yeah. like it's it's something really? about this there's like an energy field or something it's like it ha- there's a lot of groups that gather in waco about that waco is a great place but in magnolia yeah. also fixer upper yeah, yeah we've been, i've been there a few times it's so pretty yeah um, it is. so how did you even start this journey to discover who you are? And on one hand, I mean, on one hand, it, it's like, it's so traumatizing because your whole life is like now, like nothing is stable and everything's upside down. But on the other hand, it's like the ultimate freedom because now you are the only one deciding for you what is right and wrong, but now it's just you, like you're on your own journey now. Completely. Yeah. I don't think it felt like freedom in the beginning. Yeah. No, maybe freedom. It just the wrong felt word. like look, no, looking back though, it was. Looking back, it definitely was. But in the time, I just felt so lost. Like, and I and I was just around people that were totally different than I had been raised by. And then I'm like, okay, well, are they right? Are they doing what's right? You know? Um, so it how was did you get your meter long, dialed in? Like, how did you even know how 10 to, like, years of making some really wrong mistakes and getting myself on some really bad paths and just, you know, figuring out that this is not how I'm going to live my life. And I, I'm going to, you know, just, I, I went through the bad. I feel like I went through my teenage years and my twenties. Honestly, yeah. that's kind of what I feel like, like the mistakes most people make at like 14, 15, 16, I was making it 24, 25, 26. Um, so it just took a little bit longer to, you know, get my path straightened out and figure out what I wanted. And so that involved, you know, a, a, a pregnancy and marriage in that order. Um, but then my two beautiful daughters and then a divorce and single mom now of two little baby girls. And then I met my husband at 27 and he of course played a very big role in, 
because he had, you know, he's just a wonderful person and he played a very big role in helping me find myself and figure, figure it all out and work through it all and, you know, help me to figure out my path. Man, you made this post about him that I actually want to share because like this one is what really made me tear up and I'm probably going to tear up reading it, but you <laughs> posted, up. I cry all the time. I, I literally <laughs> cry all the time. Okay. So I think this is around Christmas that you posted this and you said, or New Year's, happy New Year's. I'm so great. So grateful to be ringing in the new year with this man by my side. He doesn't always get enough credit on our social media, but I'll say this. If the world could have, if the world could have more men like Daniel, it'd be a much better place. He is loyal, kind, generous, the best father you could ever hope to have for your children, supports me in all my endeavors and does everything he does with a sense of humility. I can't even describe. Not sure what I did to deserve him in my life, but I'll be forever grateful. He took a chance on this single mama. This one gets me with two baby girls and chose to love us unconditionally. That is he did. Beautiful. <laughs> I will so be forever crazy. grateful. <laughs> oh man, that is I so beautiful. On a tear fest this morning. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I am. An, I I'm always <laughs> emotional, and your story just like it, it's so beautiful. Like the love story, your the way that you have come, like honestly, come from such a wild beginning, and like had so much happen. You turn your life upside down, and now you are here. You are like this inspiration on the internet, like, and in your books and everything you're doing. And you are literally showing people that true love can exist for yourself, for a spouse, for your kids, for your dreams. Like you are literally letting people know it can happen. And it, it, it has happened for you. And it's not that it's not hard, but like, it's so inspiring to see your life play out like this, Noel. Just to see the it's whole definitely, It is just, it's humbling, honestly. And, you know, like even Daniel Hall asked me, like looking back, like, will you ever stop sharing like the past and sharing what you went through? I'm like, no, I won't. Because there's, there's little girls out there that are being raised in similar situations or just, you know, whatever situation that they're struggling. And I never want someone to look at me and just think like, oh, that's the life she was handed or you know, I, she was given things that I just wasn't because I wasn't really given anything. And I want them to know that they don't have to have been given anything and they can still build an amazing life. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I, my my um, theme for this year um, with my podcast has been really it's like I am so interested in like the cards that people were dealt like you know like mm. t- the cards that you were dealt in your life but <sighs> my daughter how just had this discussion it. yesterday really how you play yes. your cards like you are such an example of like you can be dealt a set of cards that may feel like not as promising as your life is today you know but it's how you play your cards that makes all the difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. You were having this conversation with your daughter? Yes. My 17 year old and I went shopping yesterday and we're on the way home. We were talking about this, about how just, you know, your childhood really just affects you so much as an adult and how it just seems so unfair that you're just born into whatever situation you're born into and people just have a major disadvantage by where they're born and who they're around. And even in the, her, you know, she was saying like, even in her life that, you know, she's dealt with divorce and um, her dad hasn't been in her life um, versus like Case, the baby, he's, you know, going to have a mom and a dad and, you know, a much better life than she did when she was younger and how that just automatically sets him up better because he's not going to have the feelings of being, you know, abandoned and he's not going to deal with the insecurities that she's had to deal with in her lifetime. And, and I know she wouldn't mind me sharing that because she's very open with um, the things that have happened in her life. Um, but it's just how different your life can be truly just based on how you were raised. It's, it's It determines everything. And I feel like yes. you spend our whole, I, I, what do they say? Like the first seven years of your life imprint the rest of your life. You know, it's like we uh, spend yes. our whole life trying to make sense and understand our entry into this world, you know, and like the, and like, like you said, the people that we are entered into this world with and like yes. the circumstances around us and all the factors at play, we spend the whole rest of our life trying to make sense of it and trying to. And the, and the sad thing is we're born to parents generally that are still young and they're still learning and they haven't figured out their crap. They are, they're still shoveling through the things that they were raised with. And that's how those generational traumas just get handed down and handed down. And I know I see so many other moms on social media saying it stops with me. I'm yes. making the change. I'm doing the self growth because I'm not going to let these habits continue down through my family. And I know I was very intentional with that with my kids, especially my son and our family going back generations, the father, daughter, daughter, son relationships have been horrible. 
Really? Yeah. Like great grandma and her son and then, you know, her, her, his daughter and then her son, you know, just the opposite sex as they go down. And I can see why, you know, everyone's strong personalities, you know, all these things. And my son crew. And I was so intentional when he was at that stage that I was describing earlier, you know, where he was just like holding his breath and passing out when he didn't get his way and just screaming all the time. And I would get down on his level and I would just look in his eyes like, mommy loves you. Like, go ahead, get it out. Like, there's nothing you're going to do that's going to change my love for you. I don't think I ever lost my temper with him. I just was so intentional about just loving him through it. Because I was like, I remember, I know what you feel like. I remember feeling so (laughs) frustrated when I was younger and feeling like all these emotions. And I'm a safe place for you. And like I said, now he's six. (laughs) And he was just the sweetest kid ever. Well, it's because and we have an amazing relationship. You let him feel his big feelings yes. and you don't yes. shame. God, I'm we yes. cry the whole time. I I cry. You're being emotional. You're being, you're just too emotional. You're just too emotional. You shut your emotions down. You know, like I was told that all the time and I didn't tell that him. I let him feel them. Let him have them. Let him know that's normal. It's normal to feel those. And I'm here to support you through them. Do you remember all your childhood? Like, do you remember like oh, yeah. being, so you have like a still oh, vault yeah. memory. Oh yeah. I remember back to when I was like two years old. You do. Do you remember it all? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. And I don't, and I don't just remember what happened to me because I, I always say that what happened to me doesn't affect me as much as what happens to my younger brothers. Like watching the things that happened to them almost affected me more than what happened to me. Was that just like having to shut your feelings down, not, not be allowed to be just it? like the physical, the physical, like the things that the church promoted, you know, like yeah, spare the rod, right. spoil the child, that kind of stuff. The what? Spare the rod, spoil the child that, you know, borderline into child abuse, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... just, and just all the other chaos that was involved and just seeing them get hurt and all those things. <laughs> it's so wild to me that. You can that that like uh, people can act can be religious and be working towards God, but then they can like physically like hurt a child to get them to behave to be the child of God. It makes I, no I will sense. never understand. I will never understand, and I still have that argument with people in my life to this day. And I'm like, I I will not hit my. You don't either. hit somebody to t- I'm like, you want, you want, you know, you want someone to see you hit another adult to tell them not to do something. Like, you just don't do that. Like, that's yeah. Not, like, I'm gonna, religion, I'm gonna tell my daughter not to hit or scratch or physically harm someone, but then I'm gonna spank her. As I'm spanking her, her, telling her, don't, don't hit, hit people. <laughs> How does that make any sense at all? I don't understand. And also understand. for me, and I'm not trying to put shame on parents, but this is just how I truly feel. And I feel like you feel the same. It's like, it just takes a lot more energy to be intentional and loving. And you just Absolutely. have to control yourself. Like I, yes. you have to control your own self, which yes. is the hard part. And I've taken a lot of, like, I have a lot of, um, Due to this podcast, I have met so many incredible, inspired women and mothers and entrepreneurs like yourself. And you, it's like, it's our job to regulate ourselves, the parents. Yes. Yes. So then we can help. So that's actually what, yes, that's actually what started the conversation with my my daughter yesterday, because I had watched a lady on TikTok talk about how when her children were little, like 18 months and three, she didn't have self-regulation. 
And she was like freaking out every time the kids freaked out. And so she started going to counseling, learned that she needed to self-regulate so that then she could be a parent. And that's, that's what you have to do. And it's almost exactly like what you're saying. Like when, when uh, crew, your son was like holding his breath, passing out, throwing fits, whatever. It's like, you almost have to like, you don't almost, you have to switch your brain completely and be like, okay, instead of like matching energy, matching and joining, it's like, you have to do a whole other move and go to the other side where it's just calmness and being like, it's almost like, it's almost like you're watching a movie play out. It's like, I'm not in this movie. I'm not joining (laughs) here to support you, but it's like to get that in your head. Like I've had to do so much work on that because my daughter in the beginning, like when she, I was always energy matching her. Like if she was upset, I would try, I would get upset. If she was happy, <laughs> I'd be happy. Cause I just wanted, I just was so controlled by her feelings. And then I realized right. like, I cannot be energy matching. Like I am the adult mm-hmm. here and it is my job right. to calm her down and be that safe place. But it is, it is hard. It takes a lot of work and self-awareness. It does. It does. And I'm, I, I think that I'm very grateful that I was a little bit older when I had crew. Like if I had had him at 23, it probably would have been a little, you know, I probably wouldn't have had the maturity and the self-control to, you know, be that person. But since I was, I was 34, I think when I had him, um, I was able to, you know, just, I had done enough self-growth by that point that I was really able to do that for him. And then Chase or Chase? Case. 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 So he was a surprise. Yes. An amazing amazing surprise. surprise. Amazing surprise. Yes. How many years did he come after crew? So it's kind of a crazy journey. We were actually told, you know, I had my two girls when I met Daniel. Hey, nice cup. (laughs) Uh, When I met Daniel. And he always wanted a big family. Like he had a little sister that is 16 years younger than him and a little brother that's 21 years younger than him. So all during high school, he had a babies around him. And everyone I knew from his you know, childhood was always like, oh, we thought Daniel would be a dad long before now. You know, he wants a big family. And we met and I couldn't get pregnant. And of course, everyone thought like, oh, it's Daniel. Like she already has two kids. But it wasn't. It was me. I have really bad endometriosis. So we were actually told after my girls that I wouldn't be able to have children again. And we didn't obviously accept that answer. And we pushed through, which I think we had a total of six miscarriages. Um, but we had Amelia and then we had crew. And then I was like, hey, you know, we're good. We got our miracle babies. This is awesome. So great. Um, but, you know, we didn't try not to have a baby because we just thought it was impossible. And then a year, well, now two years ago, we got pregnant out of the blue and we're like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And then we miscarried it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is not like, I'm too old for these. (laughs) Like, I can't do this emotions anymore. I know. So I turned 40 last Christmas. And I was like, all right, new decade, like, got our babies, we're good. A week later, I found out the case was coming to earth. (laughs) So best surprise ever. Did you do anything like to help the endometriosis? Because I've had three miscarriages and, but I mean, it's just, I'm kind of, I haven't had as many as you, but it's like, it's just sort of like, you know, it's just like, I know. And and they were all different. Like there was nothing that was like, Oh, it's this thing. This is what we need to do to fix it. With case. I did take progesterone um, during the first trimester and baby aspirin. So I, you know, I don't know if that helped because my, for me, once it's a good pregnancy, it's a good pregnancy. 
It's just getting to be one, getting pregnant. And then two, getting it past that safe point that I just struggled with so bad. Um, but oh yeah, we did everything except I, we never did IVF, but we did everything up to that point. It's like, it is just such a journey, the whole journey of motherhood and raising children, like miscarrying all of it. It's like, I, I feel like I have transformed like into a completely different person. Like I don't. (gasps) so hard. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. But it's amazing. And I feel I do feel so I miscarried twice before I had Sunny. And then we just okay. married miscarried ag- again. And I'm kind of the same way. I'm like, I just don't know if I'm I'm 39. Like, I just feel like I yeah. am just not meant to be pregnant a lot. Like, it's just not mm-hmm. like something that works with my body or I don't know. But it's just <sighs> It's given me like a surrendering and acceptance, you know, to like a bigger picture. And it's like, if it happens, wonderful. But if not, I just, I have to accept that like there's something bigger guiding all of this, you know? Yeah. And that's what you have to come to terms with because if you sit there and you try to figure it out and like we've established, I'm a researcher. I like to know the (laughs) answers. And when you truly have no control over something, it will drive you crazy. So you have to just surrender and accept and just be grateful for, you know, the miracles that you do have. And then, Hey, you never know your case could be out there waiting (laughs) or there could be a totally different plan for you. So it's, it is, it is so hard though. And, and the shame in it and the people that don't talk about it. And it's just such like a hush hush thing. Like I have friends who've had miscarriages and their mom doesn't even know because they're so like ashamed to talk about it. And I'm like, it's, it happens. It's so common. It is a very common thing. And the more we can talk about it and share and share the hurt because the, the love that we have as mothers for our children, that like unconditional undying love, it doesn't happen like down the road. It's in our heart. And the moment our, even before I think we know they exist, but definitely the moment we know that their little presence exists, we love them the same. Like whether they're 18 or just a positive pregnancy test, the mother's love is there and you can't help that. That's what makes us who we are as mothers. I totally agree. So faith is a huge thing for you. Like you talk about like having faith, like in everything that you do, but your journey with faith, like we've talked about earlier has been such a discovery and it has been such like, it has been such a journey. Like you've started somewhere and now you're somewhere else. Talk to me about what God is to you now. Like how is God in your life? How do you incorporate God and what, how is God in your family and everything you do? Because I feel like your God is a loving God. It is a very like, just, it's, it's like the, the, it's, it's the way I feel when I like, honestly follow your stories. It's like this nurturing, gentle, kind, supportive God, which is how I view yes. God as well. Absolutely. Um, but like talk to Absolutely. Me about God in your life and how you incorporate him and in everything. So to me, it is re- not rules like that. That's how I was raised. Religion was just rules. Everything is, you know, you got to do this, live this way, follow these examples. Um, everything is, he's just judging you and you've got to live up to this criteria. It's angry. Me, it's me. It feels yes, mean. Yes. Yes. And there's no yes, love. Which is, no. And that's the father figures I saw growing up around me. And it's, it's like, like that's all I knew. Yes. Yes. And I will harshly punish you if you don't follow my exact rules or I don't like your attitude or, you know, whatever it is. And to me, it's a relationship. And so I'm very big on just loving my kids and showing them what I see that God to be the, 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 
being that has guided me through these years and through these journeys that has allowed blessings and what I would consider love to come my way, even when I was undeserving, even when I made mistakes, even when I found myself on the wrong paths, that that force that allowed me to find my path and you know brought Daniel into my life and brought all the wonderful blessings and my beautiful children, all those things into my life, that is the God that I lean into and that I show my children and that I hope that people see in me. And it's, I don't need it's, to, it is coming out of you. you. Know, it's everywhere. I don't need to thump my Bible and say, go to church and you know do these things and follow these things. I, I don't need to do that. I, sh- I want people to look at my life and say, there's something different and there's something that I want in my heart. And that to me is what God would be and God, who God wants us to be is love and kindness and just giving and being in a way that it just attracts others and brings goodness to life. You do show that in your life, like in the way that you put all of your stuff out there. I'm telling you, like if anyone's having a bad day, they should just go look at like 10 (laughs) of your reels because you're like the (laughs) most nurturing, loving, supportive mother and friend and wife, like the way that you nurture and love, like it's so present Mm -hmm. in everything that you're putting out there. And that's what the world needs. We need that love and nurturing spirit. And the coolest thing to me is, you know, there are people that questioned how I was raising my children. And there are people that looked at me and said, that's, that's not how you do that. But you know what? And not that, I mean, I have four more coming, so it could be totally (laughs) different down the road, but I have a 17 year old that's leaving for college in six months. Oh, and the relationship that we have and the things that she comes and says to me lets me know that I did something right. I maybe didn't do it all right, but I did something right. And the love and security that she feels and the relationship that we have means I didn't do it all wrong. (laughs) Do you think it's because she knows she can be honest with you about everything? Absolutely. Absolutely. And she says, you know, when I was like 14, I didn't know that, you know, she's like, I I thought that, but I didn't know that. And she's like, but now just time after time, after time, when I've come to you with different things, even when I've been so scared to tell you that maybe it took me a month to tell you something, she's like the way you handle it and the grace you give me and the love you give me. And it's always, you know, let's, let's work through it. Let's figure this out together. Um, yeah, that is definitely it. (laughs) I mean, how much better can it feel for a, God, I'm going to cry again with you, Noel, for a child <laughs> to know that they can come to their mom with anything and you're going to be like, it's okay. I got you. Yes. Yes. I never had that feeling growing up ever, ever. And I'm so thankful that I'm able to give that to my t- children. Oh. Gosh, what a beautiful, beautiful life and human and journey you're on. And okay, so I want to talk a little bit about your book because like you told, I've learned a lot from your reels too, but you're like, you do so much of this. You and your husband DIY like crazy people. Like y'all literally, like y'all DIY like the whole house. Like you'll put it all in like by yourself. And you're saying that like 50% of cost of house is on paying people for labor. Yes. So if you can figure out how to do it yourself, which is why this book is a, is a is the handbook that everyone needs who is renovating or doing um, a project like a home, because you show the practical, 
easiest, best ways to do it by yourself to cut 50% of your costs out if you can do it by yourself? Like, how did you even figure out how to start doing home renovations? Were you, did you just like research it? Is this part of your uh, amazing, like, just like once you get into it, <laughs> you figured it out? Like, did you teach yourself how to be like a contractor and construction worker? <laughs> Basically. So Daniel was in flooring most of his career. That's what he did. So like uh, wood flooring, tile, shower renovation. So he understood like the fundamentals of construction. Like, you know, you put the board like this and you use a level, you know, whatever, like the basic fundamentals. But just like you can drive a car, but it doesn't mean you can build a car, right? So yes, those skills that he had came in so handy when it was time to tile the showers and put our wood floors down. And as far as digging our footers and putting in our um, floor joists and framing our walls and all of those things, we had never done that before. And honestly, that wasn't even our plan. Our plan was not to frame the house ourselves. That was a very big undertaking that just kind of happened because yeah, kind of, we you found kind of need system. to know what you're doing when you're framing a house. Yeah, think. <laughs> <laughs> so we found this system called Ready Frame. And it's kind of like those old Sears kit homes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like you would look through the catalog and you pick your Sears home. This is, I think it was like the 50s. And they would mail you this kit and you would just assemble the house. And so that's kind of what ReadyFrame is. They, they take your plans, they optimize them in their system. They cut all your boards for you. They prepackage them and they ship them to your build site along with all of your Kings Jackson studs. And then you just put it together like a big puzzle. So there was like a binder like this thick with every single wall in it. And you would look at the wall and you would see this is what I need to build it. You'd pull your boards over and you'd build your wall. And then you just kind of put it all together like a big puzzle. And when the truck pulled up the first day, I just remember looking at my husband like, what are we getting ourselves into? Oh, and we asked the guy, the guy from Ready Frame, like the representative was there to kind of get us started. And we were like, okay, where do we start? And he's like, just pick a wall, any wall. And so we picked a wall, we started building. And by my third wall, I was like, I got this, I can do this. And so we got the first floor done. And then while Daniel was like working on the other parts of it, I literally framed the entire interior of stairs walls completely by myself. Like I just put, I assembled them all together and stacked them against the wall. And then when they were ready, they just grabbed them and put them in place. So that was, yeah, that was like, that was for me, that was one of the biggest undertakings that we did that was like, whoa. (laughs) And once you realized you could do that, then you're like, because I cannot even imagine the overwhelm that you must have felt in that moment when the truck pulls up and you're like, wait, it's it's like, I feel like that's how I felt when I got my baby in the hospital. I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, <laughs> is someone not, is the nurse not coming home with me? I felt that way. Like they're sending me home with this thing. What? <laughs> yeah. Is someone not going to come with me and tell me how to raise it? Like, okay, great. It's my job. Okay. But like, I feel like it's sort of that kind of thing. It's like, oh my God, here's all the truck with all the supplies. And now like you are the one doing this. Like that's huge. Oh, yeah. Do you love to figure things out? Like, are you per- oh, absolutely assembly? like, do you like assembling and stuff like that? Absolutely. I love to look at life as a big puzzle and you just kind of figure out all the pieces. <laughs> You've got such a great brain, like such an incredible, <laughs> like the, your, the way that you like can, can just accomplish and see things like you really, you are one of those that could take over the whole world. Like, cause you could figure it out. <laughs> 
And you do it with grace and style. I, I believe anybody can. Like, I firmly believe that. I promise I was not taught or given anything that anyone else was not. I firmly believe that with a YouTube video and maybe a book, anybody can figure out anything. And then some confidence. And just like, you just have the gusto yes, to some, do it. It truly is. And that I like joke, we either have the confidence because we're dumb or because we truly just have the confidence to figure it out. And and you know, it's not for everyone. Like I always say, it's time or money. You're going to spend one or the other. So you have to know what in our life is realistic. Do we need to spend the money on this project? Or is this something that we can get in here and tackle? And I do, you know, I've seen so many DIYs gone wrong and people that just, you know, haphazardly do some, they don't follow code, all these different things. So if you're going to do it, do it right and take the time to learn what is right. Look to resources, find friends that like for our electrical we had um, an acquaintance come out and like walk us through it and pull the permit for us and make sure that it was done right as he was kind of guiding Daniel through the process because Daniel had never wired a whole house before. So electrical? he, you know, he we just, leaned. He did yes. electrical yes. without ever doing it before <laughs> for the whole <laughs> but house. But he leaned into a re- yes, but he leaned into someone that knew what they were doing that came over and took the time. And we paid him, like, we did not just pay him, we paid him like, hey, you know, what would you charge us to pull a permit and make sure we're doing this right. So he'd come over and say, you know, this needs to be done or fix that or whatever, and helped us make sure that it was done properly up to code. So leaning into the resources to make sure that it's done right is really, really important too. Gosh, I just am so <laughs> impressed with like how ballsy y'all are. Like you're just like, is yeah. your husband going to hate, is your husband going to hate me after this? Because you're going to be like, I got this. <laughs> no, I've never really been good at like anything DIY. Like I feel like that's why I'm so enamored by you because I'm like, gosh, your brain is fantastic. Like, I wish that I was like so crafty and DIY-ish like you. Like I wish I could, but maybe I just need to like retrain my brain. You have your own I don't know though, but you have your own strengths and the old, your own gifts that you bring to this world. So just because that's something that I bring to the world does not mean that it has any different value than what the amazing gifts you bring to the world. So we each have our own voice and our own story and our own purpose for being here, which is what I tell people anytime when they're talking about like social media or, you know, showing up for this world. Is it, is it over, you know, the space? Is it too cool? Is there not room for me? Like we each have our own gifts. So. You just have to lean into those for you. And it doesn't mean you have to go, you know, watch a YouTube video and go frame a house. (laughs) I mean, but if you're Noel, you might. (laughs) This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Y'all just figure it all out. Like, it, and anytime there's something that comes up in your life that you need to get done, y'all are just like, I'm the man for the job, and you'll figure it yep. out. That's incredible. Yep. Like and I first, think that's one thing that growing up in poverty did teach me is if you wanted it done, you had to figure it out. Like you weren't given, there was nothing, like you didn't go to the mall and buy clothes. Like if you wanted something, you zoned it, you know? <laughs> so you figured it out. I saw actually one of your posters was you're like, do you love these big, chunky, amazing uh, <laughs> blankets? It's easy. Let me show you how to make it. I'm like, no, well, you literally are blowing my mind. You're like, oh, you just sew it. It's not hard. Here, let me show you how you like knit this incredible, comfy blanket. I'm like, what can this woman not do? Literally. And on top of it, you're beautiful and a total dream. I mean, literally, you are just walking. You're being too kind to me today. Oh, my goodness. Well, you are. I'm just so inspired by, like I said in the beginning, like the cards that you were dealt and the way that you played them. Like, I literally am so inspired and in awe of how you have played your cards for your hand at life because not everyone would play them the same way you did. And a lot of people could probably feel like things were unfair and not, you know, it's, it would have been very easy Absolutely. to be upset with a lot of things and stay stuck in a certain place. And you have it, yes. you've done nothing but thrive and push through it and figure it out and grow. And you've, you went out there and you saw the life that you wanted and you've gotten it and you just have this beautiful open heart. And it's, and and truly it wasn't even um, like a life. I I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I wanted, I didn't know. You have a feeling. feeling. Yes. This just like urge for something different. And I would try to explain it to people. You know, when I was like 18, 19, I would try to explain it. And they just looked at me like I was crazy. It was where I found like every feeling. Just that I was meant for more. Like there was something in my life that didn't allow me to settle in my tiny little town and, you know, marry the boy up the street and live next to my parents. Like, and there, not that there's anything wrong with that at all, but it was just something in my soul that wouldn't let me rest and just drove me and pushed me to do more. And you listen. Yes. How do you listen? How does it speak to you? Just... <sighs> following my intuition and my gut and just doing the things that I feel I'm meant to do. And I think, and now at this point, you know, now that I'm this far into my journey, I've seen it play out well so many times that it's easier now to trust Mm. that the right person, the right opportunity, the right thing is just going to come into my life. And I don't struggle as much anymore with questioning myself and questioning my intuitions. Like just something so simple. Like for the past six months, I've been telling my husband, 
I needed somebody. I needed this. And I described it. This elderly woman that had a background in education with free time that would just come into my home and love on my kids and help me do their school, you know, kind of tutor them a little bit. Um, just, you know, give me a little bit of a break three days a week. So that I could, because the actual human, you could feel her in form already. Yes. And And you manifested her. Five houses down from me, this lady, I finally got a, I don't know exactly when she moved in. So I think a few months ago, but anyway, I just met her. She started coming to our house two weeks ago. And I'm like, I don't mean to sound creepy or anything, but I've literally been describing you, my husband, for six months. And I don't know how you just ended up in my front, my, uh, sitting here on my couch with me, but I've been, I willed you into existence. So you're a mega she, manifester. Oh, yes. And I, I mean, if you would have told me, told me that when I was younger, I think anyone in the religion I grew up in would say that that's cuckoo and ridiculous. And, but I've seen it. I've seen it happen so many times. That whether it's just, you know, my intuition's feeding into what's going to happen, I, I don't know. But at this point, I'm not afraid to say, you know, what I want from life and what I hope it's going to happen because what's it going to hurt, you know? Well, when it gets laid on your heart, something like that, like when you have this very specific description and an elderly lady, he's going to have a background. Does she have a background in education? Yes. She was a school teacher. <laughs> she's from the minute she's from Texas, which anyone from the like Midwest has my heart. Cause I'm from Missouri. So like just every, she had a music background. So she's teaching a piano too. Just like literally everything I would have, everything I wanted. I'm like, oh. But if it's on your heart, you know, if it's literally on your heart so intensely and you feel like called to it, it it has to be from a higher place. That's how I feel. Like every time I get those kind of feelings, it's like because because I know that more I'm made for more and this is what it is or more is supposed to come into my life, but not for gluttony or excess because it's going to enrich. No, it's going to enrich your life. It's going to add value. It's going to add so much goodness to your life that you feel it. You know what it is. You know what you need. Yes, this is not in any way like a gluttony or like a I want more or, you know, like a monetary. It, It is not like whatsoever. Have there been financial blessings that have come along the path? Absolutely. But that to me is a total like unrelated thing. Like that, I, we, when we lived in a camper with our two little girls and literally couldn't hardly afford to, I don't know, swipe my debit card at the grocery store, like, please go through, please go through, please go through, you know, I would, we were just as happy then as we are now. Like we would go back there in a heartbeat that that's not what brings us our joy and our fulfillment and our contentment whatsoever. So definitely do not misinterpret that. <laughs> financial blessings are also from God. Like all when it's all Absolutely. in alignment, when it's in alignment to like what your blueprint of your heart is and what your higher calling is like financial blessings. Like you, are, I used to feel like kind of not really, but like that money was like, you know, if you have too much money or whatever, like it's bad. Or if you want money, it's bad. Oh yeah. That's not, that's what we were taught. Right. And that's not the truth at all, because it's all about like what you're doing with the money, how you're using the money. And like, if you have a beautiful house, if it brings you so much peace and joy, so then you can bless others with your life. It's like, all of that is wonderful and good. Absolutely. Yes. And I was taught the same way. Money is bad. Anyone that has looks like they have money, they're probably in credit card debt up to their eyeballs. Like it was money was an evil thing. And it took me, you know, a good 10 
10 years of being around people that had money and were sharing their money to really just change my mindset um, of it being a positive thing. Because when you have money, you can bless others with your money. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's amazing. Man, Noelle, you are, thank you for sharing your life. I just also, do you know that you look like Kate Moss mixed with Jewel? to me like I, I can't like stop seeing it it's like you're this combination. I have never heard Kate Moss before I have heard Jewel I used to get Carrie Underwood all the time uh-huh. and Kristen Chenoweth I get those three all the time but oh, I have so never heard Kate Moss before I guess Kristen a little bit yeah I, it's like Kate Moss mixed with Jewel to me I like keep getting like this back and forth of it <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely stunning inside and oh, out. You're so Truly. You are just a light to this world. Okay. So I'll wrap up here in just a second, but I do want to talk about this camper situation. So you lived in a camper <laughs> for two years with your husband and daughters while y'all were building. This was after we first got married. And this is back to just, you know, stepping out in faith and doing things that the world might look at you are crazy because you just feel there's something bigger down the road. So when we first got married, this was right after the recession, the 08 recession, which hit here really, really hard. And Daniel was working on people's homes. And at that point, people just weren't spending money to upgrade things. Everyone was, you know, keeping their money tight. And he would have like hundreds of thousands of dollars in bids out and not our, and our phone wouldn't ring. And so it was like, okay, what do we do? Like, what do we do in this position to put ourselves in the right place? So do you go get a job? Do I go get a job? Do we continue to push toward this business? Like, you know, what, what can we do here? And we sat down with his dad, who is a very wise man. And he suggested that, like, why don't you guys move into a camper here? It'll cut down your expenses. Because, um, you know, if you can cut down your expenses, then you can cut down on your income. And so we, at first, Daniel was like, heck no, <laughs> there is no way I am moving into a camper. That's not happening. Um, but it took me about a month to win him over to this idea that I had. And we now say it was truly one of the best decisions of our life. So we bought a camper from a family friend who owner financed it for us. And we paid $300 a month, parked it on his parents' property. But as some people, well, not everyone has parents, they can park it on their property. No, but you can go in a trailer, you know, they have like camper places, like you can get them for pretty cheap, whatever. Um, it's not totally impossible. And for two years, we sold our vehicles, got one car. I'd sit at home with the girls by myself. Like I had nowhere to go. I couldn't go anywhere. I'd just sit there with them and do our school and hang out. And, you know, you'd think it would suck, but it didn't. It was a season of our lives that we look back on with such joy and happiness. And, you know, we were newly married. So if you fought, you couldn't like, you know, go sleep on the couch. You just had to kind of work it out because you're like within 10 feet of each other, no matter what you do. And at the end of the two years, we sold the camper for, I think, either the exact amount we had paid for or maybe a little bit more. So put it back in our accounts, you know, like a savings account, plus all those expenses we had saved over those two years. And it was able to propel us to the next stage of our lives, which back then, you know, just felt like a little a little step. Um, but looking back, it was just, you know, heading towards something even bigger. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You're willing to put in the work and the sacrifices for the bigger dream. I love that. I love that about you. Yes. You're willing to do the hard work. You take action. That's another thing that you do. You and your husband, you take action. You make big moves. You figure out what you need to do and you do what needs to get done. You don't complain about it. You just make the decision and then you love the decision. Like you said, like those were like two of the best years of your life. Did you love getting to have that like intimate time with your daughters too? Like absolutely, absolutely. Yes, when we moved to the house after that, Ava, oh my gosh, she was just, you know, little at the time. She hated the new house because she was so far from mommy at nighttime. You know, she wanted to come in our room every night because in the camper, she was right there. <laughs> it's so sweet. It's all about perspective, isn't it? It truly, it truly is. And just, you know, wherever you're at in life, having that right perspective and just accepting it and finding joy in the moment where you are. And I know it can be so hard to find joy sometimes when you're in the thick of it in the thick of motherhood and the thick of finance, you know, financial issues, whatever, it can be so hard to find that joy, but just taking a deep breath and realizing this is what I tell my daughters all the time is about, you know, anything they're struggling with is it's a season it's going to pass. And you're going to look back and wish that you could be back at this point in your life. So just savor it, find, find the good things that you can focus on. And don't let those negative things get you down. I love that. Last question. I always wrap up with leave your light. What do you want people to know? It's very open-ended. That they can achieve big dreams. <laughs> no, and no that. matter how far away they may feel or how far-fetched or crazy other people may think you are for those dreams, if they're, you know, for the right purpose and with the right heart, like obviously not just you know, I'm going to have a million dollars so I can selfishly just do whatever the heck I want and not worry about anybody else. Like, you know, true, legitimate, like right dreams, just believing in yourself and taking steps in the direction to make those dreams come true. It may feel so far away, but if you align yourself toward that and just take little bitty steps, one day you'll wake up and you'll look back and you'll realize that you've accomplished it. And you know, it may not, it may be bigger. It may be bigger than what you like. What we've accomplished is bigger than anything I would have ever in a million years even thought to dream of. I wouldn't even thought to dream of this. So you may be further than you thought you would get where you may not quite be there yet, 
but just putting yourself in that right direction, trusting, having faith and finding joy and contentment with where you are. Because even if you get all those things, if you haven't learned here to find that joy and contentment, you will not be happy there. You just won't be. Those Amen. Things, all the opportunities, they don't make you happy. They don't bring you joy. They don't. Like it's very, it's very superficial. They may bring fun times. They may bring ex- cool experiences. But in your heart of hearts, they don't bring the thing that you're looking for. So if you can learn to find that here, you will even appreciate it more when you end up over here. So wise. Noel, you are amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today. Everyone, y'all need to go grab her book, Create Your Dream Home on a Budget. Seriously, this is the book you need if you are doing house renovations. Okay, can you tell us where to follow you and all the things that people need to know? We are Jet Set Farmhouse on all platforms. Very easy. Amazing. And I'm sure y'all will be having a show coming out soon on some network because y'all are, <laughs> if y'all don't, then I'm just going to be shocked because y'all are just well, Don't be shocked because I, we don't want one actually. Because <laughs> you don't want your whole life recorded? Exactly. I've actually, we like is that route. really, we like the, is that the yeah. truth? Like you really we don't want to. opportunities. Yeah. Because yeah, y'all are like the perfect couple to do these home shows. Y'all don't want to do it. Why not? No. We we love what we have. We have the flexibility, we have the freedom. We we love where we are. We don't want to be told, you know, when we can film and when we can work and and just the impact on our children. Like being on social media already has negatives and I feel like if you put that on an even bigger platform, that would just, you know, like be put under a magnifying glass and be even worse. So we honestly just love what we have and are so content with it and we have no we we had this uh, 2 years ago it was like a month long, like a company was like not an answer. We took a month and really just prayed about it and did soul searching. And we were like, this just isn't for us. So that should not be happening anytime soon. <laughs> Man, though, just that phrase, we love what we have to be content where you are to truly have reached a place where you are like, I am fully content. And this is I don't want anything more like what? And what a celebration. Seriously. That truly, is huge. Truly, what a wonderful truly. place to be in life, Noel. And you have earned it with all of your decisions and all of your heart and all of your hard work. I'm so happy for you and your life. And I'm so happy for you that you have the ability to have the discernment to not feel like you have, you know, some people feel like they have to just keep getting more and more and more. But right. the fact that you can say, no, I'm, I don't want that. I don't, more is not better at all. Right. You know, it's more does not mean it's better. That's absolutely not. Absolutely not. What an amazing place to be in in your life and your mind and your mental health and your family. I'm just so happy for you. Blessings to you and your family and everything that you're doing. You're such a light to this world. And it was so amazing to talk to you. Seriously. I am just, I think the pleasure has been all mine. Like truly, I have really enjoyed this conversation. You have been far too kind to me, (laughs) but I hopefully your listeners will enjoy this and walk away feeling and that they can accomplish anything they set those minds their mind to. Amen. Amen. Noel, thank you so much. And I thank you. I'll, I'll see you out there in the big wide world somewhere. I love it. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you. Bye, Noel. Bye-bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. 
And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.